one thing you should know is you should be flexible and the, the markets change. You mm. don't be stuck. Uh, you say that I know Java and I will look for job or job. That's not how it works. It's totally yeah. the opposite. You see what the client's asking for and then you learn it and then go look for job. Welcome everyone to the Tech Guide Podcast, where we give actual advice to those that are wanting to break into tech or looking for their next gig. We have Muhammad on the podcast. Thank you so much for joining us, Muhammad. Super, super excited to have you on today. Yeah, me too. Hi, everyone. Uh, I hope it's going to be beneficial uh, to anyone who's trying to look for a job uh, remotely. Uh, I'll share with uh, everybody my experience, my journey, uh, and where am I? Uh, right now and what I'm doing. Uh, yeah, nice to meet you, Ryan. And thanks for hosting me. Of course. Thank you for being here. And before we get how you got to where you are now, let's rewind yes. the clock a little bit and go back to high school in 2003, where you first yeah. start your coding journey. Take us yeah. to high school 2003. Like, do you remember the first time like actually coding or your first experience with yes. technology? So it actually starts way far before that. I, I used to love video games. Uh, I remember even, uh, you know, when kids, they are fighting, they usually fight for a bike. I was fighting for a fight <laughs> video game. Yeah, that's my enjoyment. I just sit in front of my video game and play games. Then uh, when I joined uh, my high school now, we had the subject about computer programming. By that time, back on time, Visual Basic was the thing, like it was something new. It's a new tech. So yeah. uh, I decided, okay, instead of me playing video games using my computer, why not I, I try to make a game? And then uh, I remember the, uh, asking my dad for a book to uh, learn how to program. Uh, but because he don't like me yeah. sitting in front of my computer 24 hours <laughs> doing nothing except just playing games, then he kind of was against it. He said, okay, if you want it, just go save and then go buy for you yourself whatever you want so i said okay let me save and buy uh, the book there was a book to learn visual basic and database uh, so i i went for it and i bought the book and started to learn how to program since that time mm. uh, and the school also it, they helped me my teacher so that uh, you know i i have the eager to learn about programming then okay he helped me out uh, and this is where I started to write my first line of code. And I really fall in love on coding and see things, yeah, changing the UI and see how it works. Uh, it interests me so much. Since this time until now, I'm just writing code. I still play games, but not, <laughs> but not as usual as before. Yeah, but this is where I start to uh, uh, have some thoughts. What is a for loop? What is if uh, condition and so on? Um, then... Uh, after that, I joined, uh, definitely I, I decided, okay, I will learn uh, uh, how to code professionally. So I, I joined my college and I joined uh, engineering school. So I, I have BS in computer engineering and during my, uh, my study or so, I, I was uh, exploring different programming language, how things are going on that world. It was just something new to me. And by that time, there was no much, many experiences, materials. It's yeah. not like right now there is, yeah, it's not that hard to learn programming, but by this time, it's really a challenge. Uh, yeah, but this is how my beginning, beginning to learn how to program. Yes. That's interesting. 
Yeah, I think it's always cool to start with like the origin story about like how you actually fell in love with one video games, but two computer science and like computer engineering, exactly. software engineering, all that good stuff. Um, and so that was really like the beginning of it. And like now, like you're based in Kenya right now, uh, you're in mm -hmm. Egypt, you're working with US clients, though, on some contract works. Uh, let's start there. I mean, tell mm -hmm. us about your coding experience and finding a job in the United States while you're based over there. Yes. Uh, so uh, I actually started to work as a full time software engineer when I was at the college. Mm. Back on 2008, this when I started to work. To, I found a full time job. Yeah. Uh, it, it was definitely in a startup, small company. Then uh, I started my career I, in around 2002. Uh, uh, sorry, 2012, I decided, okay, I will leave the company and I start my own company. Uh, that was changed my career, which I said, okay, I don't like to be employed by a company and I work for them. No, let me pick my own projects and then I work as a freelancer. I control yeah. my time and so on. This very nice dreams for every software engineer, developer, anyone who just started his career, he would love to have his own business. Uh, but uh, uh, I fail, basically. Uh, I, okay, we big one project, we were not able to deliver, we did not have enough experience. I, I was working with uh, one of my best friends. Uh, we started a company, we start to market about a company, yeah, uh, and we find a project, but we failed to deliver. Then I said, okay, I don't have enough experience yet to big a project and finish it and get paid for that. And how old uh, were you at this time? May I ask? Sorry? How old were you at this time? Uh, by that time, uh, I, I, uh, 2012, I think I was around the 20s, 21. Okay. To, yeah, that time. I can't really remember exactly, but I was so young. Yeah. yeah. And I did not have even experience about uh, how even to work and communicate with people and uh, all those work experience, apart from coding, they are really important. Uh, which I, I did not have them yet. I thought that yeah. uh, it's that easy to just make a startup uh, and then uh, move forward and then become uh, Bill Gates 2 or uh, Mark 2. <laughs> but it's not that easy. Yeah, yeah. So I decided, let me go back to the office. I start to look for another job. And then I uh, I said, let me be enough experience to be ready to have my own company or have my own business or whatever I want to do next. Then I start to search for local companies. I go through the interview process. And that's, again, a very interesting thing. When I was I was thinking that I have enough skills to find a job and jump in a job and so on. But when I go uh, the interviews, they ask me things. I don't know what to answer. Hmm. Uh, yeah, like even very simple Java questions. But this time I was interested in Java. But I, I really don't know what to answer. And there are a lot of knowledge which I don't have. And th this important lesson, like do you think that, okay, I have enough experience or not experience, or I have enough knowledge to jump in a yeah. job, but it's really not the case. Uh, and uh, to get over that, I was always going, applying for a lot of jobs, going for as many interviews as I can. Uh, I ask the interviewers, like from where you get those questions, how can I learn about uh, what you are uh, like examining me or asking me? And then I go home and they start to learn uh, so that I can pass next interview. One of the companies I joined, 
their business model is to uh, big clients from Europe, from Canada, from US, and uh, we work for those clients. And uh, they introduced for me that, okay, you can find a job online for uh, uh, a client in the US and Canada, but there are some minimum requirements you have so that they can accept you in the job. Yeah. And yeah, from there, I start to think, okay, what skills do I need so that I can learn this job? It's similar to if you want to pass an exam, then you go and see, okay, what topics exactly this exam cover? And I go study about those topics, and then I come and I try to pass the exam. I will not pass the first time. I will fail, fail until I do it. I just want to mention that it is not an easy process to uh, find a job remote. Your skills and mindset is totally different when you find a 24, uh, not 24, uh, eight seven. Let me say, yeah, yeah our seven five. It's five. Sorry, eight to five. Eight to five. Yeah, um, <laughs> eight five, yes. And I do uh, want to talk about like I do want to talk about like the contract work that you have gotten uh, really since then because you've worked with like GoPuff, IBM, Rivian. Yes. Just out of like yeah, like talk to me about like working as a freelancer, uh, doing contract sure. work in software engineering. What's like one thing that someone should know? Uh, before they do it. Yeah, one thing you should know is you should be flexible and the, the markets change. You mm. don't be stuck. Uh, you say that I know Java and I will look for a job or job. That's not how it works. It's totally yeah. the opposite. You see what the client's asking for and then you learn it and then go look for a job. So by that time, I know Java because Java was booming. And then I start to shift to know Node and then uh, Angular, React, React Native. And that's extra effort you should do. That is, if, this is a very important like difference between working in an office and working remote. That you are looking what the client need, you learn it, and then you jump on a job. Uh, I, I can tell like nowadays I, I start to uh, look for a client, and there is a lot of GoLang uh, jobs around. So I start to yeah. learn GoLang so that I can find a job. If I if I only search for the skills I know. This is not going to work out. Yeah. I think that's a really interesting perspective that like once if you're like in a job or like you're paid like full time salary or whatnot, like you are really specialized in that. But like once you are freelancing, it really just depends like what the market's like demanding right now. Exactly. I think that's a really interesting perspective, especially for a software engineer. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it is very dynamic. Like uh, Dukar was uh, was introduced some years back. Then they start to talk about Kubernetes. And then yeah. they start to talk about, yeah, then uh, uh, they start to code uh, uh, infrastructure as code. You have to cope with all those concepts and understand them. Uh, programming language, back on time, we had Android Studio. And then iOS, we were using Swift. Now, yeah, yeah most of the requirements now using React Native. If you don't know React Native, you'll not mostly, you'll not find a mobile job or they are not that much and so on. Every, almost every year we have different demand. You have yeah. to learn new skills so that you can find it. And how would you, um, so a question that comes to mind here is like, yeah, there's yeah. like a ton of different coding languages that like, I need to know, I need to know React, Java, Python, mm -hmm. all these, but our employee or people that are looking for freelancers, how much do they value past experiences with this? Or how do you get around that if you don't, if you know Python, but you don't have experience, actual work experience with Python? I will say, okay, personally, what I usually do is I, you have to show uh, your past experience that you have experience on 
freelancing and delivering in general. I, I, yeah. I am able to deliver a job. That, is, that counts. Then it comes to specific scale. Uh, you had to have uh, yeah. either uh, like your GitHub and then you start to yeah. publish projects on GitHub or you have your own social media accounts, which you start to publish your knowledge, your work. Uh, that's how people will uh, give you kind of accountability. And definitely you have to have certificates. You publish your certificates. This is important to show that you are learning. Uh, this is what I, this is my progress on learning. Those are some samples of my work and so on. And that's something uh, you have to do it by yourself. Not, not yeah. somebody ask you to do it. I have to go get a certificate from any education platform uh, and publish that certificate so that clients can see it and start to come to you. Not the other way around, not waiting for yeah. the client to ask you and then you go. To, no, uh, it's a bit different concept and different perspective. Again, you focus on the market, what the client wants, and then you yeah. go do it. Yes. So I'm curious now. So let's just say you're you're interested in freelancing as a software engineer. Heck yeah, like I have all these certificates. Um, but now it actually comes to applying for these jobs and identifying opportunities. Yes. Uh, what platforms uh, do you use to uh, find jobs? There's a ton out there, Upwork, Fiverr, yes. a lot. But is there one that you use the most? This is something which have been developing on, especially after COVID. Before yeah. COVID, we have limited number of freelancer platforms and they have a lot of rules high competitions yeah after covid the 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 uh, the layout it have changed mm -hmm. right now you find a lot of companies which the hire contractors for us companies for i'm sure. talking here about yeah like something like they take the mo they took the model for top tal especially top tal and they start to mock it uh, the most known uh, platforms is Turning, Andela. Uh, there is a lot of them, uh, but those are the uh, where you will find job. Uh, they have a lot of clients, and then they can give you a job. And uh, to get into the network, it's not a high barrier. Yeah, uh, I mean you can you can pass the exams. There are some platforms that are really difficult. You cannot yeah. pass it. You cannot. Yes, it's not that that easy to pass it and there is a lot of high competitions uh, yeah. but the, the the downside is the salaries are not or the rates are not that high uh, so yep. yeah you get you get job uh, uh, i will not say it's easy but okay reasonable effort but the rates are not that high but if you like if you compare it to the local uh, rates on my uh, on in egypt for example it's it's better yeah, Good for sure. sometimes yeah, twenty percent, thirty percent higher. Um, plus, in my country also, we don't pay tax for uh, uh, foreign income. So if you uh, add all that, that together, yeah, combined, then the rates are fine for us. Yeah, uh, yeah. And that's why I think U.S. companies have so much uh, started to outsource really since COVID as well, is because it's just a cheaper yes. in so many other countries and. If if you are there, like why not? Um, but I do want to keep kind of going down this funnel here of like the application process of like you identified certificates, you know the platforms now. Uh, what are some of the ways that you could stand out in like this application process? Yeah, the most important you have to have uh, basics of of computer science and programming. You have to know algorithms and inf and uh, uh, data structure. Yeah, if, yeah, you have to go learn how to code how to mm -hmm. 
yeah, the, uh, I, I will not uh, suggest specific platform, but there is many of them to teach yeah. you how to how to pass algorithms and data structure exams. This is the most important thing. And you have to spend a lot of effort on that. It could reach for one year, two years. I'm not talking about few weeks. You have to really uh, be strong yeah. and you have, yeah, to, to be able to pass uh, any vetting process. Uh, the rest can, can, you can handle it. Uh, like, uh, for example, when you are in an interview to show your experience, to, mm -hmm. this is something you can talk about what you know, and most probably you'll find a client. But yeah. if you don't know how to write code, how to pass algorithms, data structure, uh, coding challenges, it will be very difficult uh, for you. And this is a scale you can gain. It's uh, It look uh, hard and difficult from outside, but uh, when you really try to write code by yourself, for one month, two months, three months, you will get used to it and you find, okay, sure. easy, yeah. And the algorithms, most probably there is known algorithms, which we, uh, which we get, you know, to know it by time. And then, yeah, you will easy uh, buzz the fitting. That's one thing. The other thing, if you don't have enough experience, most probably you will need to re reduce your rates. Don't have a very high for, sure. for the rates, yeah. Uh, you will need to reduce your rates. Uh, but that is something by time, by experience, the rates will start to hire. You will not even ask for high rates. The clients will give you what yep. you deserve. Yeah, that's something to consider as well. Yeah, I think that's super important uh, note to hit on is like once you are starting out in contract work, what like what I would suggest really and like what a lot of, as you just suggested, cut your rates in like half essentially just to get your first gig. Exactly. And slowly within a month or two, next thing you know, you're getting great rates at a rate that you like very high rates. And so that's yes. super important. Um, I don't know how it works for software engineers, but for like marketing roles and a lot of roles too, what I would suggest when you are applying is uh, to send like a Loom video, like, hey, like I'm checking out this job posting right now. Uh, here's why I'd be a great fit XYZ. Um, so that's another way that you can stand out to get your first job. Uh, two powerful ways, cut your rates and send a Loom video uh, to really catch their attention. If you are new in that business, you will really have to be patient and do the effort. You should try once, twice, thrice, keep trying. I said, like I spent five years to land my first job. It's a long journey, but it's worthy. Right yeah. now I'm sitting, yeah, I, we can talk about uh, me traveling, but it's I have the freedom to move around and I'm not worried to lose any contracts. I know how to get my next contract. Yeah. How, yes. what, like what, how would you say like in an easy one, two, three step, like why are mm -hmm. you so confident that like you could get your next contract? Is it through like experience or like just, you know, mm -hmm. how to, it works now? Yeah. Okay. I think, yes, it's kind of because of the experience, because I know how, uh, how to secure a contract, how to explain to the client what I have been working. Even if the market change, I know how to cope with the change. That is, this is very important. Yeah. I know how to cope with the changes in the market. It have been, I have been passing through that cycle once, twice, thrice. Uh, it was very stressful at the beginning, but right now it's enjoyable. I'm learning new stuff, no uh, new things. Uh, it's something interests me. Maybe some some guys they are a bit static. I okay. I I know what I know. I don't want to add more in my toolbox. But for me, I love it. I like it. It's something yeah. I I really love. Yeah. So by time you will get to know uh, what the clients need, how to figure it out, how to yep. 
did was the interviews and so on. Yeah, exactly. It, and this all really comes through experience. And so, yeah, so far we've talked about um, just certificates, how to get your first job, um, coming through experience. But I also love to talk about like pros of it as well. And you kind of alluded to one like travel, but what are some other pros when it comes mm -hmm. to uh, being a freelance yeah. software engineer? Okay, uh, I will say that the rates are higher than uh, like office work. Yeah, uh, that's something. Yeah, you will see that the rates are higher because mostly we are paid on hours, which is higher, and you have your money on cash, so you you can decide what to do with it. Like I say, yeah. okay, this is for saving, this is for my retirement, this is for uh, uh, like day to day uh, yeah. activities and so on. <laughs> uh, that's something will give you more freedom, financial freedom. Uh, but there are some cons for that. But let's talk about that later. But yeah, you have uh, you have your freedom to decide what to do with your money. That's mm -hmm. one thing. The other thing is, uh, as you mentioned, like traveling, it's a freedom uh, for uh, relocations, moving around. You are not connected to specific locations, specific yeah. place. Yeah, that is something also I, I love. Uh, some maybe they are not, but I like to do that. There is also another thing is, as I mentioned, the, the knowledge, like if you check my my uh, career and the skills I have, you will find I'm way far, like I uh, have a lot of skills more than if somebody he's just stuck on one company or for sure. He's moving, yeah. OK, I know Java and then I go look for Java or I know React, I go look for a job on React and so on. I can't do that. If I do that, I will not be able to find my next contract. So you have way far more skills than uh, average uh, person who is in, in job. If you like to learn new skills, this is something will really interest you. Uh, yeah. I, I found oh. that as an advantage. I really like it. Um, and another thing is you also, when you jump to a new contract, uh, you see a new environment, new people, new uh, th this uh, diversification on your experience it's it's really something good yeah uh, yeah i work for clients for example from egypt from kenya from uh, saudi arabia from dubai from different companies different markets different businesses uh yeah that, that's something i really like uh yeah okay also uh it could be uh something bad but you but you have a high competition it boosts you sure. yeah it, it boosts you to uh, to your extreme, uh, it could be stressful, but it pushes you to be a better person. I'll say a better developer, better someone, some someone oh. better than yeah. Even in your personal life, you you will you will feel a different. Like uh, if we have a problem, okay, how can we solve it? it yeah, your mindset will not be like let's create more problems. No, if we have an issue, how we can solve that? It, yeah. it will change your personal life. Yeah, and now you become. Uh, a contractor those are your clients you are kind of your own it's this your own business it's not something uh something like you are at the office they yep. can't fire you that easy yeah those are those are things which i i feel they are uh if you value those things they will they will be on your side yes I, that's what i think is like so interesting about contract work is you really hit it on it like one it, it there are a lot of financial reasons but like also like you get to work with whoever you want, like whenever you exactly. want, wherever you want. Um, and like you said, you've learned like a ton of skills with contract work because you're working with so many, like just on so many different projects and new problems are always coming up. But you're also like 
interacting with so many different personalities where like you're just becoming like a better problem solver, better leader yourself. Uh, so there are a ton of pros, but of course you have to talk about the cons as well. Like, can you give me like yeah. two cons or the two biggest cons of contract work? The, the cons, the, the, the one which like really stressful is uh, contracts will always end. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> the, so uh, you cannot rely on one contract or you can just take up contract and say, okay, that's the lifetime contract. That will never happen. Two yeah. years from now, one year from now, you have totally different clients. Uh, I, 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 I don't have any, since I started remote until now, I don't have any of my clients which I have been working with in the past. Mm -hmm. The maximum uh, contract I have is almost for three years, maybe. And this was really long contract. Uh, so you will always, the contract will come to an end, which is very frustrated because you have to start to look for your new, for your, uh, new catch. Yeah. Uh, but I can say that if you ask me how to get over that, uh, that issue, try to have uh, one, two contracts. It is extra effort, but that's how you secure your job. Uh, yeah. And you always look for a new contract, always look for it. You don't sit and wait for the contracts to come. You have a contract on hand. You have to look for your next contract. Uh, yep. Also understanding the cycle for the business. Uh, when is the hiring happening? Because it's not the whole year you, you, you find people are hiring. It's just like the beginning of the quarter, uh, mostly end of uh, like quarter four. There is a lot of layoffs happens. So by time you understand the cycle, where are you in the cycle? Interesting. And you always have to have cash on the side uh, for emergency uh, so that you can get over that problem. But that is the biggest issue. Contracts always ends and you have to be ready for that. Another, another issue, like, as I mentioned, because those are your clients, you have to agree uh, on everything they said. Uh, you can give your opinion, but you don't have power. You don't have much yeah. power. Yeah, that, that, that there are some some uh, guys they don't like that. I need to have some more power and so on. Uh, but yeah, but that is something you have to understand that this is your client. It is not uh, you are not employed. They are yeah. your client. You do what they want. You can give advice. You can tell them, okay, that's what I saw in other projects. But you don't have the final say. Yep, that's something. Yeah, those are the two cons I discovered. Uh, there is one thing also I would like to mention. I know you said two, but that is something maybe uh, you can find it as, yeah. Go on. Let's is make it three. Have, yeah. <laughs> you don't have a career bus, uh, uh, kind of like, as I mentioned, you find your next client. Maybe the next client will, will hire you as a senior engineer. The client after will hire you as a tech lead. Then you come back to be a junior engineer. Like you don't have a specific ladder you can... I am here, then I will step up to be, to go there. Not, sure. not really. Uh, so this is maybe something will, 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 nice. will not be nice for some guys, but yeah, that is, uh, that's one of the things we have here when you are talking about freelancing job. For sure. And yeah, I feel like it is really just like your career aspirations. You want to be entrepreneurial. Great. Freelancing is probably yeah, exactly. a good option for you. If you want to yes. climb the uh, corporate ladder, I would not suggest freelance. Yeah. <laughs> no, um, no. But just last question for you as we wrap up here. You've traveled a ton. Um, I'm just curious, like, how has travel um, in a few quick words, like, how has that shaped you and, like, being able to, like, have the career growth that you've had with all these different positions and just your perspective on life? Yeah, okay. That's a, a huge, uh, that's a huge discussion. But uh, 
in short, when you go see, like right now I'm in Kenya. Uh, if you look at the beach, you uh, uh, here you you enjoy the sea. You have you seen something new to you. That's something uh, will open your mind, like uh, uh, seeing new places, seeing things which you can't see in somewhere else in the world. And also interacting with the locals. Uh, you find different mindset mentality and you have to deal with it. You have to learn how to deal with yeah. such. This reflects reflect in your work and how you deal with your clients, your folks, your colleagues around the world and how you get things done. Uh, so th th this is the biggest benefit from traveling. You see new places, you see new people. Uh, you face a lot of problems. I had faced a lot of issues during the traveling itself. Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, like you go there and then the hotel is not nice. They look like it's a small issues, but mm -hmm. they are. Uh, they, you have to uh, uh, immediately anything you do in your life it reflects in your work. I work almost twelve hour per day uh, yeah. so that I can handle those clients, uh, which is some one of the cons which we haven't mentioned. But yeah, you have to do extra effort. Uh, so we are most of the time we are working. So. Uh, anything you have in your personal life, it affects how you your perspective to your work and your college. Oh, so yeah, the, I see. I see it like a, a great experience to uh, have exposure. That exposure to other cultures, other places, other people give you the strength uh, in work to be able to communicate with uh, with the people around you in in, in the world, uh, in the company or contract or so ever. Uh, that it. is the biggest advantage I found. Yeah, it, plus it's enjoyable. Well, definitely, it's fun. It's doing, travel. Yeah, it's fun. It's fun. <laughs> it's fun. Definitely, yes. It's amazing. Well, this was a fun conversation to talk about software engineering, freelancing, uh, getting your gig, how to stand out, all that great stuff. So, Mohammed, I want to thank you so so much for this conversation. You were great to have on, and thank you, thank yeah. you for being here. Thank you, thank you. I hope that we meet next time, yes. Uh, Ryan. Yes. Thank you.